And, and, and God has really been, 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 working, been working with me this since Saturday afternoon. Um, and, and, and just the, the grace that he, that, that, he, that he gives us, just the, it's, 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 so, it's so nice just to, to know that he's on our side and that he's, that he's with us and, he, and he's, I just think God is sitting up there and he's smiling upon each one of us. And I want you to have that picture of God smiling, smiling upon us. He is such a good father, isn't it? He's such a good father. His heart is to restore. His heart is to restore. It's so nice to know that. Let's just give those guys a chance. Lee. No, it's not Lee. Tafasi. Welcome, guys. Welcome. How you do how you guys doing? Fine. They're uh, if you don't know who they are, I'm not gonna put them on the stage for you guys, but they're from Zimbabwe. And uh really looking looking to serve the Lord. They are really passionate about Jesus. And uh, it's so nice just to to have them here at this moment. And welcome to any other body. I don't know if you've been invited here. I don't know if God brought you here. But if someone invited you to say, come and join us, that's good. That's good. Because an invitation is always a nice thing, isn't it? Who loves invitations? I do. Uh, Owen... I think we've just got to stop our invitations for dinners and all those things because no one likes invitations. But if I say to you, I'm going to invite you to Sun City, who wants to go with me? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. But if I say to you, I'm inviting you to church, who wants to come? Because that's life. Sun City is death. But that's how, that's how, we, that's how we operate sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, God has just put onto my heart about invitation today. Because we all love an invitation. We all do. It's everybody here yearns to be invited to something. If it's not a wedding and you and you and you don't get invited, then you feel something is wrong. I might not be a friend, you know. You're invited to rugby games. You're invited to a school concert. And everybody feels part of something the moment they are invited. Am I right? If I invite you to a, to, to a dinner tonight, there's something nice in you. There's something about that invitation that says that these people care about me. Or is it not? Or are we so blasé these days that I just wanted to be invited the whole time? But it's, there's something in an invitation that is that someone has got an interest in you. That someone wants to draw you closer into their little circle. That someone wants to know more about you. That someone wants to just to be friends with you. 
And the nice thing about invitation Thanks. The nice thing about an invitation is that you've got a choice. You've got a choice. Each one of us. If I invite you to dinner, you've got a choice to say yes or to say no. And it depends on what your yes and your no is all going to be about. Your yes might be I've got nothing on on Saturday evening, so let me take it. But your no might be that I've got this and I've got that and I've got a school, school concert and I've got something like this and something like that on. So I cannot come because it's just Tom inviting you. And your decision is based on the importance of the invitation. Am I right? You see, if, if Harry Oppenheimer invites you to his house in Witsand, you're going to put a lot of things aside to get to Harry Oppenheimer's house in Witsand because he is well known, he's got everything, and you know he's going to spoil you more than what Tom is going to spoil you. Don't they know who he is? <laughs> you see, your choice of the invitation. No, no. He's, a, no, he's old boys, man. <laughs> no. So your your, the acceptance of your invitation is going to be also what is important and not important to you. Am I right? Because sometimes we just give invitations or we just let invitations go. Today, on this table, on that table, there's an invitation. There's an invitation for each one separately. The invitation that's on this table lying here is an invitation for Mark, not Mark and Lorraine, it's an invitation for Mark, alone. There's an invitation for Lorraine, alone. There's one for Ramon, alone. He is alone. <laughs> there's one for Peter, there's one for Tom, there's one for Tinas. There's one for Lee. There's one for Gareth. But also, there's one for Suzanne. For Alwyn. For Ricky. Each one is invited separately to this invitation. And each one has got to make his own decision about this invitation. You see, this invitation is not just an invitation by Tom or by Francois or by the congregation. 
this invitation is given to us, delivered to each one of us by no other, by no other than the, the person in John 14, 6 that says, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. Because I bring you this invitation to come and sit at that table with the ancient of days, the creator of this world. I invite you to come and sit with the Almighty. I invite you to come and sit with the one that has got power of life and death. The one that knows everything that goes on in your heart and in your mind. I have the invitation for each one of you in my hands. And I invite you. I am the way. The only way that you're going to get to this table is through my invitation that I'm bringing you. Because I am the way to this table. I am the truth as this invitation is true. I am the life because once you sit with the ancient of days, with the Father, how many of us would like to sit with his Father? How many? How many of us gets invited by the Father alone to come and say, my daughter, my son, come and sit with me at this table? The Father is sitting there. And he that calls himself the way, the truth, and the life is inviting you. Because at this chair, when you sit facing the Father, there's life. You're going to experience life. Not just life. You're going to experience life, eternal life. That you will be with this Father for always and always if you accept my invitation. Because to get to the Father that is eternal life, you've got to come through me. That is the way. That is the truth. And only through me is the life to eternity. That's the invitation on the table for each one not as a family, each one in his own mind. There's a reward on this. Because when you're with the ancient of days, when you're with the Father, when you're with God Almighty, the one who created, the one who holds everything in the palm of his hand, the one that is the beginning of life and the end of life, says, when you come and sit with me, there's a reward for you. This reward is not earthly. This reward we see in Hebrews 11, 5 to 6. You see, we've got to come to that table by faith. 
by knowing that this invitation is true. I've got faith in this invitation. And by faith, Enoch was taken up so that he would not see death. He would not see death. And he was not found because God took him up. For he obtained the witnesses that before his being taken up, he was pleasing to God. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. He is going to reward you with everlasting life. Not the riches of this world. That's not his reward. His reward is to be with me for everlasting. To be able to be at my throne. That's who he is. You see, Enoch had faith. So much faith that God took him away and gave him eternal life before death. There is a table to take this invitation. You see, are you willing to accept it? So many times invitations come. But I've got this. It's a sport game. So many times an invitation comes. It's my kid's homework that's got to be done. So many times the invitation comes. It's all the school administration that's got to be done. Is there cell phones going on? I can't hear. Please, guys, put off your cell phones. Except if it's the invitation coming through. It's, the, it's disturbing. It's, um, it's really, I think when we enter church, let's put these things off. You can go without it for two hours. Is it okay? Just make sure mine is off, please. Oh, where am I? <laughs> oh, stand where you are. Stand. <laughs> yeah, the invitation is on the table. Are you willing to accept it? Are you willing to accept it? Or are there excuses in your life? Where you're sitting now, is there an excuse in your life? I know the cell phones were worrying Milani. First excuse. But it's okay. We've dealt with it. Because you can deal with these things through the power of the Spirit. You see, at this table, I think we sometimes don't know what the invitation is all about. I think we sometimes don't know who is the one sitting at that table. You see, I sometimes think that, that when you're invited to a community, you're invited to church, you're invited to attend a meeting or a leaders' meeting, you're invited 
to come for a dinner. I think sometimes we just think it's earthly invitations. Because we do not really know who's sitting at that table. And if we really knew who was sitting at that table, we would bend backwards to be seated across of him. Listen to this one, Revelation 4.3. And he who was sitting was like jasper stone and a sardius in appearance, in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne, like an emerald in appearance. That's Revelation 4.3. Now you've got it. In 4, 8 to 11, and the four living creatures, these are people that know him, each one of them having six wings, are full of eyes around and within. And day and night, they do not cease to say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. They know who he is. They're in his presence. The Almighty, the one who has, who was and who is, and who is to come again. We, do we see the Almighty that way? And when the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, to him who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders will fall down before him who sits on the throne and will worship him who lives forever and ever. And will cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Worthy are you, our Lord and our God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and because of your will, they existed and were created. Do we know him? Do we know him? Do we know who this invitation is for? It's not just a rugby game. It's not just a concert. It's not just a church gathering. It's not just a community gathering. It's to be in the presence of the one that I described. Because you see, through the one who is the way, the truth, and the life called Jesus Christ, we have got access to his throne. We have got access to what the angels have got. Are we worshiping that, him that way? You see, it's not what's on the table. It's not what he can bring to me on this table in this life. There is this part, but it's not all about the wealth and the health and, the, and everything else. It's about who is sitting there. And the one that is sitting there is full of grace, full of amazing grace for us. In him, in Ephesians 1, 7, it says, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. Who is sitting there is truth in love. He will sit there and he will bring truth in your life through love. In John 8.32 it says, And you will know the truth 
and the truth will make you free. The one that's sitting there is healing. He will get to the root of what is wrong. He will bring you to a place and help you. In Malachi 4.2, But for you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in its wings, and you will go forth and skip about like calves from the stall. In Revelation 22.2, it says, In the midst of, of its streets, on either side of the river, was the tree of life, bearing twelve kinds of fruit, yielding in its fruit every month, and the leaves of the trees were for the healing of the nations. That's him. He is there. He is full of grace. He is full of truth. He is full of healing. He knows everything. He knows in Psalm 44, 20, if we had forgotten the name of our God or extended our hands to a strange God, it's not about just a strange God. It's about the idols, about the things that are keeping us away from Him. He knows it. Would not God find this out? For He knows the secrets of the heart. We cannot escape Him. In Luke 16, 15, it says, And He said to them, You are those who justify yourselves in the sight of men. But God knows your heart. For that which is highly esteemed among men is detestable in the sight of God. You see, when I'm invited to this table and the works draws me away, it's detestable to Him. The excuses is detestable to Him. He's a jealous God. He's jealous for us. In John 3, 1 John 3, 20, it says, In whatever our hearts condemns us, for God is greater than our heart and knows all things. He will open our eyes. He will make you see Him. You will realize that the one sitting there is Him. When Jesus said to the widow at the well, I who speak to you am He. Your eyes will open. Your eyes will realize the greatness, the goodness, the fulfillment. Everything is in Him. The one that invited you. You're going to find out that He is enough. In Lamentation 3.24 says, The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I have hope. 
Psalm 119, 57, it says, The Lord is my portion. I have promised to keep your words. And in Joshua 24, 15, the one that you know, if it, if it is disagreeable in your sight to serve the Lord, He's talking to us. If it's disagree, if you don't want to serve me, choose for yourself today who you will serve. Choose for yourself today if you will take the invitation. Whether the gods which your father served, which were beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living, the things of this world that is drawing you away from the invitation, are, are you going to serve that Is that drawing you away that I will say no to this invitation and say, I first got to get my homework done. I first got to play this game. I first got to do this or that. Next week is another time I might make it. I first got to feed the old people. Is that drawing you away from the invitation to come and sit at the table with him? That is the power over life and death. But as for me, as for me and my house, I will serve you, Lord. I will take that invitation. I will come to that table. I will come to that You see, this table is laid in the presence of your enemy. This table is laid in all those things that are trying to keep you away from it. He doesn't take you away from the things that are trying to keep you away from it. He puts it in the midst of all those things. And he says, I am good enough to keep you from all those things. I'm not going to take these things away because I am with you through the valley of death. I will take you through this valley of death as long as you sit with me at this table. As long as I am the one you're looking to. I will take you through. In the presence of your enemy, are you willing to take the invitation to come to this table today? To set aside the things that have got more priority in your life than the one sitting at the table? Are you willing to say to him, I had so many things drawing me away from you. I have so many things that's keeping me away from giving myself to you. I have so many things that are stopping me from being with you. I have so many things that keeps me away from your word. My time, 
Father, you are not a priority in my life at this moment, but next week I will make more time for you. But at this moment, Lord, I have other things to do. But, but you're in my thoughts, Father. You're in my thoughts. He's asking you and he's asking me to bring those things to the table and say, Father, I don't know how, but I desire you more than all these things that has been priority in my life. And I'm putting these things, Lord, on that table with you in front of you and saying, Father, help me. I cannot in my own strength. I need you. I'm willing to sit here. I need you. Is it shame that's keeping you away? Father, you don't know what I went through in my life. You don't know what has happened to me in my life. I'm ashamed. I cannot come and sit with you, Lord. The Father says, bring that shame. Bring it. Put it on the table with me. In Isaiah 50, 6-7, Jesus says, I gave my back to those who struck me. And my cheeks to those who plucked out my beard. I did not hide my face from shame and spitting. For the Lord God will help me. Therefore I will not be disgraced. Therefore I have set my face like a flint. And I know I will not be ashamed. God is inviting me. You see, the thing of shame is it will start keeping you away from attending church, from being in the Word, from being in prayer, from coming together with, with fellow believers. It draws you, it draws you, because I think that people are seeing the shame in me. What I've done and what I've gone through, people might pull away from me. No. The one that has faced more shame than any one of us can says to you, I know what it is. Bring it. Come and sit with me. I'm not good enough. I'm struggling to pay to press through. I am not good enough for you, Father. The Father says, you are everything for me. I love you, my son. I love you, my daughter. I have given my son because I love you, because you are good enough for me. I've created you. And so we can carry on. My marriage Father, my marriage is falling into pieces. How can I come and sit there? I've got to work this out. The Father says, bring it to me. Come and put it down here. Come and work with it. I know you. I've created you. I've put you together. Are you willing to accept the invitation? That the one that calls himself Jesus Christ 
if to each one of us here, each one, by name, on that invitation is your name that says, come and dine with God the Father. I am the truth, because this invitation is true. I am the way. You cannot come to this table if it's not through me. And I am the life. And this table is life, not death. It's life. It's an invitation to each one. There's a parable where Jesus spoke and said that the groom invited the people to the wedding table and no one came. And no one came. And then he sent out his servants and said, go and fetch those on the streets and bring them in to this table. And this invitation now is for now. Do not walk out of here without coming to sit at this table because it might be too late that the door might be closed and invitation goes to someone else. Because when he walked through the guests, there was one that was closed wrongly. And he said, go, go. God is clothing us all to say, here's my invitation to you, each one by the name. Whatever is keeping you away from fully, fully giving yourself to me, from fully being in my word, from fully honoring me, glorifying me, Whatever is keeping you away from that. I am full of grace. I am full of love. I know you by the heart. Come and give yourselves. Worship team, come up. Come and give yourselves. I don't know who you all are. You might be visitors. This invitation is for you also. This invitation is for you to come and meet him that is sitting at the table. This invitation is between you and the Father. This invitation is calling you to come. And as the angels would say, Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord, God Almighty. That you will come and fall on your knees in front of him and say, Forgive me, Lord, that you are not priority in my life. I want to sit at this table 
and I'm bringing everything that's keeping me away from this table, laying it at the feet of the cross. Bring yourselves in worship. Come. Come. You are all invited. Father, I pray, Lord, as this invitation is onto the hearts of each one sitting here, Lord, and as they are struggling with this, some accepting, some are still struggling, some are still aware, some are still afraid, and some says, I don't know how, and some of us say, I give. Holy Spirit, come. Come and anoint us. Anoint us with oil. Anoint us now with your power. Anoint us now with the love of Jesus Christ. With him that is inviting us. Open our eyes. Open our hearts. Dissect it. For some it might be sore. For some it might be healing. For some it might be glorious. Come and chip away those parts of the rock, Father, that is keeping the gold from fully being explored. Come and cut away, Father, those part of the vine that is not part of us, that is keeping us from being totally and fully fruitful for you. Come, Lord. Come. As we worship you now, Father. As we bring ourselves to you in body, soul, and in truth, Father. As we come and lay ourselves open in front of you and say, you are you are my ancient of days. You are my God. You are my creator. You the only one that I want to serve. And I pray this in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.